Today on the newscast, Israel says it has set back Hamas military capabilities by years as concerns grow about the Hezbollah tunnel threat to the north. Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast coming to you once again from TBN's New York City studio. I'm here filming a special called Israel Under Fire. It will air on TBN this week. Date and time to be announced. I will let you know right here on the Watchman newscast. I have interviewed some great, great voices, including Israel's former ambassador to the U.S., Ron Dermer, obviously very close to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, Senator Ted Cruz, former Israeli Ambassador Michael Oren, best-selling author Joel Rosenberg, and many more that will be airing on TBN this week. Again, I will get you the date and time as soon as I have it. Okay, let's get into it. Much to discuss as the war between Israel and Hamas and other Iran-backed terror groups in Gaza continues as I speak. Let's get you up to date. It's about noon here on the east coast of the United States, which means it is 7 p.m. in Israel today, Tuesday, May 18th. And here is the latest. The rockets continue. I wish I had a different report there, folks, but Hamas right now continues to bombard southern Israel. I guess if you could take two positives out of the past 24 hours, it would be this. First, central Israel, including Tel Aviv, is not being targeted right now. That could change, God forbid, based on what we've seen over the past few days. Also overnight, we saw a six-hour lull in rocket fire from Gaza. For reasons unexplained, there was at least six hours of relative peace, and then the bombardment started up once again this morning. Now, some believe that a ceasefire being discussed in Egypt, France, the EU, the United States are all desperate to bring these hostilities to a close. They're talking ceasefire. Perhaps that was the reason behind the lull in the rocket fire. But whatever the case, it has started back up. And Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says, look, we're not going to stop this operation until Hamas is completely weakened and deterred. What do we have right now? The rockets continue and two, two people in Israel were killed today. They were not Israeli citizens. They were from Thailand, folks. They were guest workers working in southern Israel. Rockets and mortars coming out of Gaza, courtesy of Hamas and Islamic Jihad, killed these two guest workers. That's number one. Number two, we have Israel continuing to smash the Hamas tunnel network. It's called the Metro, but it's not a subway or a train. It's been dubbed the Metro, this vast underground network of Hamas tunnels that stretches really throughout Gaza. Israel has carried out dozens, if not hundreds, of airstrikes since last Friday, completely decimating this command and control center, which these underground tunnels served as for Hamas. I would say that's been one of the big achievements in this war so far for Israel, of course, in addition to the elimination of several Hamas and Islamic Jihad commanders. Quick note here, not only the two Thai guest workers killed today, but an Israeli soldier injured as he was helping to deliver aid to Gaza. Now, I ask you, how many nations would deliver aid to their enemy or even allow aid into an enemy area during a time of war? Not many folks. 
And keep in mind right now that I, I interviewed someone today who made this point. It's a very, very uh, valid point. Hamas is committing a double war crime. What do I mean by that? Number one, as we've told you here in the past several days at the newscast, Hamas is willfully and intentionally using civilians, men, women, children, the elderly, as human shields, intentionally placing rocket launchers in densely populated civilian areas. That's number one. So it's a crime against the Palestinian people. And secondly, obviously Hamas, Islamic Jihad, are deliberately targeting Israeli civilians. Time and time again, for the past decade and a half really, deliberately, there is no intention of Hamas to hit solely military targets, no intentionally targeting civilians. And that's really why those Hamas terror tunnels have been dug beneath Gaza going into Israel. The goal is to kidnap, murder, and maim Israeli civilians. I'm so sorry to be graphic, but it is what it is. That is the truth, and this is no time to mince words. If you have read the Hamas charter, and I have read it, two things jump out at you. Number one, Hamas is a self-described Palestinian branch of the Muslim Brotherhood. Obviously, the Muslim Brotherhood, the granddaddy of them all when it comes to modern-day terror groups. But secondly, Hamas makes very clear that their whole rationale for existence, the reason they exist, is to wipe Israel off the map. Their very charter, I believe it dates back to 1987 or 88, you can Google it. It's all there online with a simple online search. The Hamas charter explicitly calls for the destruction of Israel. That's the end game for Hamas. The end game for Israel is quiet, relative quiet, and some semblance of peace and coexistence. The end game for Hamas is the complete destruction of the state of Israel. They have made it very clear. They have not changed their whole rationale for being. Not only that, the Palestinian Authority, led by Mahmoud Abbas, Israel's so-called partner for peace, also refuses to recognize Israel's right to exist. But Hamas is much more explicit in terms of, hey, we seek to wipe you off the map. So everyone cheerleading Hamas right now and calling them freedom fighters, I'm sorry to break it to you, but this is a genocidal terrorist organization. And again, how does it feel to be a pawn of the Iranian regime? If you are a supporter of Hamas right now, bought, paid for, funded, supplied, armed by the Iranian regime. And that's the reality of the situation on the ground. You might also ask, as we're talking about larger themes now, as this conflict has gone on, what, this is the ninth day of fighting, uh, we might also ask, where does the money go? The Palestinians have received billions of dollars in international aid over the past several decades, yet the Palestinian people still live in poverty particularly in Gaza. Now, some will say, well, that's because Israel is oppressing them. No, the aid is going into Gaza, into the hands of the Hamas leadership. Where does it then go, folks? Common sense in times when common sense is not so common, I know. Where is the money going? It's certainly not going to build schools and playgrounds and employ the Palestinian people, feed the Palestinian people. What is Hamas doing with the money? They're using it to build rockets, which are being fired right now. That's where the money's going. Oh, and by the way, the money that goes to the Palestinian Authority of Mahmoud Abbas, it's going to largely line his and his cronies' pockets. There was a reason Yasser Arafat, the former 
chairman of the Palestinian Authority before Mahmoud Abbas, had a variety of Swiss bank accounts and was a very rich man. That's where the money's going. Is anyone else disturbed by that or is it just me? One last point to make, I teased it at the top. Hezbollah, Lebanon, we have to get into this real quick. Very important story today out of the Israeli media saying that Hezbollah, we're talking about that metro underground tunnel network used by Hamas, Hezbollah also has a vast subterranean city beneath the city style underground tunnel network stretching from Beirut, the Lebanese capital, all the way to the Israel border, probably stretching dozens and dozens of miles underground. Again, Israel, this Israeli TV report said this is a command and control center used by Hezbollah and that this tunnel network was built parallel to those Hezbollah attack tunnels. We've told you about them here on the newscast. In December 2018, the Israel Defense Forces uncovered six Hezbollah attack tunnels leading into northern Israel. The plan by Hezbollah was to, much like Hamas to the south, in a future conflict with Israel, emerge from those tunnels. Hezbollah had broader goals, though, folks, a much more lethal organization than Hamas. Hezbollah is looking to conquer territory on the ground in northern Israel. Even if it's a small town, even if it's, if it's for 10 minutes, if Hezbollah can hold that town and plant that Hezbollah flag, that green and yellow flag, and beam the images around the world, it will be a propaganda victory for them and aid their cause. That was the goal. Israel then uncovered those six attack tunnels, but this vast underground network was, again, built parallel to the attack tunnels, and these tunnels are used for, to move men and goods. Again, kind of like the Gaza blueprint that we've talked so much about, men, goods moving to and from the Israel border back to Beirut. Again, a lot of time and a lot of money has gone into this, right? Much like we just laid out concerning Gaza. Now, where is Hezbollah getting the money? One guess, Tehran, which is also behind much of the funding, obviously, in the arming of Hamas. The head of the snake in Tehran, the Iranian regime, is building up Hezbollah capabilities as we speak on a daily basis. So as we close here, folks, just keep in mind Yes, what's going on right now is very nasty, and it may last a few more days. I know the ceasefire talks continue, but in many ways, what's happening right now in Gaza is a dry run, a dress rehearsal for the Iranian regime, which is sitting back, taking notes for the larger battle to come when it employs Hezbollah, its most lethal proxy. We've seen six rockets, by the way, launched out of Lebanon into Israel over the past week, Apparently not launched by Hezbollah, but by some Palestinian groups operating on Lebanese soil. But a day is coming. We've called it here in the newscast, the Great Northern War, where Israel most certainly will face off with a much larger threat to the north in the form of Hezbollah, the Iranian regime in Lebanon and in Syria. A reminder, in addition to tunnels, that's not all. Hezbollah has thousands of well-armed foot soldiers and some 150,000 rockets and missiles pointed at every inch of Israel. Here's the good news. And after the news I just delivered, I know that you need some. God Almighty still sits on the throne. He's the God of Israel, 
the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Bible says he neither slumbers nor sleeps. He has his land, his hand on his land and his people, Israel. They'll, there will certainly be bumpy times, a bumpy road on the days ahead, but Israel will be just fine. I know it doesn't seem like it right now. Bank on it. Israel will be okay. God Almighty, again, is sovereign over this situation and all the situations to come. And as for everyone watching right now, you will be just fine as well if you put your faith in the Lord Jesus. This is a network where we try to be ambassadors for Christ here on the Watchman News Channel. I know sometimes people don't want to hear it. They say, keep the religion stuff out of it. Keep it to yourself. But I think in the times that we are living in, we need some hope and I'm going to spread it. And for me, hope is found in the Lord Jesus. So I'm going to share it. And I hope that that encourages you as well. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.